and welcome back to our third and last episode of Usapang Arsa, talking about home away from home. In this episode, we have with us some very special guests, the A-Team. This team is in charge of taking care of us dormers with our concerns. So again, hi, I'm Izzy, your Ilonga cutie that's never too busy for you from 2AV Social, Ilo Ilo City. Hi. Okay, so, konnichiwa, I'm Rina and Rina ng buhay to ABDPIR from Yokohama, Japan. Hi, what's up? It's me, Jay, from 2BS Computer Engineering, your resident vlogger boy and home cook in Arsa, all the way and- from Leyte. All right. <laughs> and today we have with us some very special guests. So first, we have Sir Rene San Andres, Ma'am Arlene Marcelino, Sir Martin, and Sir Arvin. Okay, so with that, we'll be asking a few questions to our guests. Um, are you guys ready, A-Team? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so our first question is, how is the A-Team doing? How are you guys? We're all doing fine. Um, from the work angle, we continue to work because we each uh, we have our areas of responsibility. Like I have to keep worrying about the viability, the long term, the overall um, health of continuing dorm life or what it will be like. Um, but the RLMs, the residential life managers and formation are um, Arvin, they have their own, but I just like to highlight uh, one thing: we continue to work and follow the same format we've had, where every meeting would begin with a kumustahan, uh, personal sharing, I, and I think it helps. It and it helped us also, and it was a good thing that it was a practice that we have been doing even before the pandemic. Um, so it's not all work, but uh, there's a chance also to uh, touch base with the person, with maintaining the community. Um, I'll pass this on to the others. I think uh, shortly my answer is we're doing fine. We're able to more or less adjust. No? Uh, we've been in quarantine for for seven or so months. So it's weird because the Basa dorm, we're always in one place most of the time. But this time uh, we are dispersed. Uh, but I think we're, we're doing okay in terms of adjusting. And uh, so far, yeah. We're okay. <laughs> Sir Martin, Ma'am Arlene, do you want to answer as well? Same as what uh, Arvin mentioned, we're perfectly doing fine. But of course, we've been through a lot of adjustments. Uh, especially, uh, it came to a surprise to us that dormers had to leave the dorm. No, We weren't prepared for that. That's why we had to settle a lot of things. But now, uh, it seems that... Uh, Things are running smoothly despite the the challenges we are facing right now. Martin? Yeah, perhaps uh, I, I would, when people ask me about, or, or like, uh, say, like, kumusta, um, the first thing that, I, that will always come to mind will be it's like a roller coaster ride. And I don't know if uh, what part of the roller coaster we're, we're in right now. But um, there's also recognition of how difficult it was also for, for everyone. And that does not um, exempt us from, from, from the challenges as well. And, uh, but it's also a good way to, or, or for, for us to, to see 
how things uh, will move forward given the situation. So um, I think that that would only be the my addition to what has been said by the rest of the APM. So thank you, ATM, for that very comprehensive and somewhat relatable naman na answers. Um, so with that, we want to ask our dormers who are, are curious to know, what keeps you busy during this pandemic? I'll start. What keeps you busy? In our office of eight people, that's for 80 members and for staff, I'm the only one left here, <laughs> left holding the bag. So kept, uh, kept busy in that sense. Um, besides uh, dealing with uh, Loyola School's administration, central administration, I also have to deal with the day-to-day concerns of the last few remaining dormers who are still here, the quarantiners or, or the stranded ones. Um, so that actually, uh, on top of the fact that um, I'm the first dorm director who's married with family, so I have to deal with my family also at the same time, which includes uh, assisting online classes for my two boys. So quite busy. But on site, uh, that's my role. Arlene, Arvin, Martin. I'll go next. Um, adding to what uh, RSA mentioned about operations as well or work, I think one of the biggest challenges that we had, especially at the start, um, or in the middle of, of the, the quarantine would be the the retrieval process, now the retrieval of the belongings of, of the dormants because uh, as uh, you might have your own stories also when you uh, when we face this great exodus now and because you know we need to a lot of people including myself need to leave the dorm um, and uh, we just we left and we um, we left our things there. And uh, there are a lot of layers also, there are levels in terms of how are we going to respond to that challenge? Because um, the things are not just things or, or belongings, they are students, these things are attached to our lives. Um, so <laughs> um, some of you, I guess, um, uh, have had, you know, especially for those who've been in the dorm for four years, um, they have a lot of things already there. Um, they have, uh, relocated somehow their way of life already in the dorm so it's not easy to you know just bring them uh home or 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 or, or just take them out of of the room or, or 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 in their area so i guess that's one um uh part or, or process that we have to to deal with uh during the, or handle during the the quarantine Martin, I'm even reminded of how it was the entire month of, I think that was May to June. We were really so busy during the, those months, no? Uh, we've, we've been receiving a lot of emails that time. And we're happy that so far, uh, in relation to the retrieval of items, things are a lot better. Many of you have actually uh, already had their items reviewed. And uh, another thing... Uh, we're also, at this point, we're all experiencing a lot of challenges, as I've mentioned a while ago. And uh, it's very important for us to know how dormers are doing. No? So it's uh, quite difficult to check on you. Unlike when you were in the door, we would just call for a meeting or we'd just uh, see, uh, knock on your door and check on you. How are you doing? But, time it's, but this time, it's different. So at this point, we're creating or we're 
we're coming up with different approaches on how we we could check on you know we your wellness do matter to us no your mental health is very important we all know that uh because of the ten, this pandemic everyone's mental health is affected and uh, right now uh, we've been uh, coordinating with arsa specifically the wellness committee we have conducted uh, surveys and we've been doing kumustahan sessions with different groups such as the uh, ia the the arsa cb and the the dorm scholars and of course we're planning to reach out to other dormers though you're in your respective home so we wish to check on you and we hope to come up with uh, a more comprehensive wellness program for the dormers despite uh, you not being here in the dorm because we really do value the the wellness of each one of us and to add also um in relation with online presence and program um i think primarily uh, because arsa also transitioned to the uh, online world and is trying to be present and relevant now even in even if we're not all in the dorm so so far parang a lot of meetings uh, and of course in preparation for orsm for example and the other programs that uh, arsa is pushing for uh for everyone no even if we're not in the dorm even if we're just trying to give something online uh, bonding or games night or something that will uh maintain the sense of community so yeah so far i think those are the things that keep us busy okay thank you so much for that um sirs and ma'am like i'm I'm happy to know that there are things that keep you busy and it really ma feel talaga namin ng mga dormers how much you guys even though we're not uh, in the same area anymore like we still feel how much you care for us so thank you for that um next for our third question um Rina Okay so for the third question um during the quarantine uh what were some of the bonding activities of the 18 uh can you please share your stories nahan ko ulit but i'll let the others speak also i mentioned this already at the beginning that um in our regular meetings we usually begin with a kumustahan prayer and personal sharing uh i actually it was arlene who Tama Arlene, no? you started that format, which I appreciate because uh, Arlene and and uh, Martin are batchmates in the formation for formators. And I think this, uh, tama ba, batchmates? Uh, no, no, nauna okay. si Martin. Um, this is an application of, of these things that we are not just here for the work, but our work is a um, work of faith and formation and community. So... That's uh, part of the format of our meetings. Arlene Martin, Arlene? I'd just like to share one memorable experience I had while we are on a lockdown. Uh, I had my birthday last July and I, and I was so ha- happy that I got to have the bonding with uh, specifically Martin and uh, Arvin during that time. It was a uh, uh, very good, uh, how do you call it? sa dorm meron tayong 
sa Lubong, birthday sa Lubong. And I got surprised. Actually, it was not a surprise. It was scheduled, but it was a very good experience that despite uh, not being together, the online or that I think we use Google Meet platform during that time, it was a great surprise for me. I was really happy that uh, even though we're not together right now, we still get to have this uh, kind of activities. I felt so appreciated. And yes, uh, may mga chat, very active ang chat groups namin. Kumusta? I appreciate it when Sir would always ask uh, mga random message na, oh, how are you? Uh, it's not just really about work. And I'm really happy that uh, we have this kind of uh, relationship. I must mention para the RAs. But there, we have not just the on-site RAs, but even the ones in this person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, very quickly, yun nga, parang, even if we're all online, once in a while, we try to gather, uh, update each other, where we are, what are we doing, what keeps us busy. So it's different because everything is Zoom or Google Meet, but um, somehow that serves as our bonding also. Uh, within the A-team and with the other um, formators in the dorm also. Yes, just uh, perhaps to add on the, the bonding with the, with the other formators or with the RAs, um, aside from the inuman that, <laughs> that we have, uh, it has been very popular nowadays. Um, we made also, some of the RAs, we, we, we came up with like more of a, um, a version of that, but it's more on the productive side. So we... Um, we kept the kind of support we also give each other in terms of studying. So we study together. So we are uh, doing it on a regular um, basis for the past few months and hope we could still continue um, until such time we were able to go back on site. So. The UD meeting room, by pala, ano, the, what it looks like uh, on a normal evening, it's like that one also, the... <laughs> A discussion room for the on-site RAs. Um, less kasi yung issue ng physical distancing because these are people who have been locked in together, locked down together, or sometimes so safe na. So they study together, they eat together, they cook and share the food. Uh, I just don't get to join them because I have my family. But they're like uh, um, a semi-family also. So they maintain the bonding activity also, which is Fairly regular. Just to, siguro, add dun sa sinabi ni Arlene Kalina, yung surprise birthday. I remember kasi ours has been doing this as part of, I, I think, ours tradition. Yung, yeah. yung, diba, yung, uh, may, may mga ano pa natin, yung, um, yung water, ano matawag doon? Yeah. Paliliguan <laughs> ng water. <laughs> oh, yun, yun. <laughs> diba, yung my birthday. So, I think what, uh, and in our case, kasi si Miss Arlene naman, siya naman yung mahilig mag, ano, mag-create ng mga activities for us or surprises during our, you know, um, our birthdays, ganyan. So, I think what added to that element of surprise is, sinurpresa namin siya with, with, um, with a cake which she cannot, uh, which she can't actually taste or eat <laughs> because nasa sa amin yung cake, parang ganun. So, but I think, um, yun yung funny then funny in a way, but, um, it, uh, siguro when Sir was saying that, that there, there are things that change, but there are also things that were kept alive even at this time. Okay, so thank you for sharing. I'm so happy for uh, everyone in our uh, every, uh, RAs and then 
18 and then i know a lot i know ras or 18 posted on facebook like something really exciting photos and then i'm so happy for everyone that uh they could have a lot of bonding session during this quarantine and we supported uh, we're supporting each other and i really love that content thank you for sharing and so next question is from uh jay uh hello Yes, okay. Jay. Okay, uh, so the next question is, um, what uh, apart from the work that you guys have been doing, uh, what did you do to feel better during the quarantine? Like, uh, you guys have hobbies that uh, they, you enjoy or like have found out that you would actually like to try during quarantine? I want to answer this question. The <laughs> uh, last down allowed me to explore uh, baking <laughs> uh, and cooking i guess exactly whenever, same <laughs> well whenever i'm in the oh. dorm i never went to the pantry to cook i just go to ebuys or just go to katipunan to have my dinner and lunch but hey, mom. <laughs> i was able to learn how to cook and bake but i'm still i still need to improve on that skill no I better ask for uh, suggestions also from from Martin. It's really a good cook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of fun learning that uh, mm. you get to do stuff that you haven't done before because now you have like a bit more free time to explore around and see what you can indoor see what you can do indoors. That's true. <laughs> I love traveling. Well. I really do miss going out, but uh, it's an opportunity for me to do other things, such as, as I've mentioned, cooking and baking. And I also do uh, play with my nieces and nep nephews here, because we're, we're a compound here in Bulacan, eh? so I get to play with the kids. That's a very good uh, uh, stressor for me. <laughs> Ako, speaking of trying something new, um... At least during the quarantine, I tried. Sinubukan ko mag-exercise. I always wow. want to do that. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Workouts. Yes. Simple exercises lang. But I tried. His body now, he's muscular now. But after a while, I got busy. So it's not as regular anymore. But uh, I hope I could maintain that uh, in the next few weeks and months. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it allowed me to have that uh, time to try some indoor exercises. Um, but uh, aside from that, and aside from the meetings and work, since I also have online classes, so I also spend uh, some time uh, catching up with readings, which is not very fun uh, all the time, and uh, preparing for my classes. All right. So do you have a that goal with like the reason why you started exercising or was it just more on like I want to maintain my fitness during this quarantine? Uh, I wish I'm really a fit uh, person but it's it's more because I'm eating a lot and I'm mm -hmm. really gaining weight uh, which is a good thing because I think I was uh, underweight but I, 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 I can gain some weight, no? uh, especially nung nasa dorm pa. Uh, but now, all the weight is going to my belly. 
somebody <laughs> getting bigger. So I, I want to experience for most people. <laughs> relatable, sir. Relatable. Yeah. Just that, just to maintain a healthy body. <laughs> okay. How about you, Sir Martin and Sir Andres? Sige, ako, ako in, in a way, baligtad eh. Because um, we have 68 hectares of campus because I'm locked in here with my family. But one of the blessings of the, of the pandemic is actually more family time. Um, before the rains came, we'd have our family walks around the campus um, late in the afternoon or early evening, uh, which is something that we could not do before because like my wife works in Makati and with all the traffic she'd get here past eight in the evening uh, so it has its blessings but ironically it's been raining we hardly have the chance now to go yeah, out the weather's been yeah so yeah so it has its share of blessings all right so we we got uh, cooking and baking from Miss Arlene and then exercising from Sir Arvin and then family time and bonding from Sir San Andres. How about you, Sir Martin? Uh, I'm kind of jealous of the 68 hectares. <laughs> that um, RSA all the space in campus. Just yes. should see the greenery, it. the animals, the birds. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for, for those who know me, um, I'm really into space. So that's why perhaps I would say I'm jealous of the 68 hectares. And I, that's what I've been doing in the dorm before. Um, designing or, re- or reconfiguring areas, uh, the, the, the lobby, uh, or the, some of the improvement projects that we have uh, designing. So I think um, in my case, um, I was brought to, to, to that again, I, but I guess in a smaller uh, area, but it doesn't, I think, or small area, but uh, that in a way also made just serious inside. I parang that also brought me to my core at some point on rediscovering oneself, um, what activities um, to fit as of um, given that given this time. Uh, like um, I share the, the the 68 hectares, I guess, for those who run in the campus. So which I cannot do right now. So I was um, I tried yoga. I asked Miss Eileen for some pointers for this because she's doing <laughs> yoga. So um, so those are the things that also changed. Um, but uh, I'm I think not just you know, but I don't see it as a silver lining in what had happened uh, in uh, given the lockdown and quarantine. But I also see that as a way to really reflect more and uh, find connection um, within. I guess so. The stillness uh, somehow um, surfaced, to which I don't have time before. But I was I wasn't able to give myself time for that. But must um, I I do spend more time doing reflections, doing art, um, finding connection with my space, and seeing also how the space that I have right now will be changed in a way because home is not anymore a place for me to just sleep and relax um, every time I go home from uh, from the dorm and then coming coming to the province. But this time, I have to put also a balance uh, on what I do um, with work, with also um, other activities, and also um, some areas also that are life-giving for me, right? So in a way, like uh, you took this opportunity in the quarantine to be like more at peace and like more on build, building yourself in like 
um big positive uh making something positive out of the whole quarantine situation or siguro rediscovering what really matters in mm, in our lives yes, that might be yes. this this was this is a very good opportunity for that that it's not all those externals but you rediscover you realize that there are the more important things what really those are yeah i guess it's but it goes beyond uh, the activity just as a hobby like for example gardening for me had a spiritual connection <laughs> so for like uh, something like that but um it's not just uh, a hobby in my case but uh, it's really getting deeper in in a sense with the activity that i'm doing or with um uh, with the space that i all right thank you very much for that for all of your inputs on that it was pretty amazing knowing that uh, despite all the work all the things that we still have to do during this quarantine there is still enough time for us to to connect and to find new things and get ourselves um, occupied while uh, while we go through every day during this uh, this pandemic okay so I, now we're going to yes sorry I agree, Jay. Like I really like listening to the different kinds of ways that um, people sort of like cope, and hearing hearing all of this is just like very heartwarming in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so um, we're gonna proceed now to our next uh, question. Um, Izzy, all right, our take the question. take the wheel. My next question. Well, a lot of dormers are very curious as to um, how is the dorm now in terms of the staff, the RAs, or even the remaining dormers. Um, empty. <laughs> um, now the, the stranded dormers are down to 19. Uh, actually, that's um, 17 regular dormers and two new dormers who started as transients or so are transitioning into becoming students. Um, but an essential part of the dorm community now are the guards because when the lockdown started on March 18, uh, they could not go home, especially those who needed who who don't have motorcycles or vehicles. They will take public transport. So we decided to house them for free in the dorm because we need them. We need them to uh, keep the dorm secure, and we cannot afford to have people going in and out of the campus and bringing back possibly the virus. So they've been with us um, until uh, first week of June. They were, or uh, shortly before that, I think, um, campus security finally allowed them to go home during their days off. Um, but they've been with us. Uh, we, they are staying in the university dorm at the basement. Um, so it's a new dorm community, <laughs> new set of dormers. Plus the e-bikes cafeteria staff. There's a, a smaller set of, of uh, e-bikes staff, cafeteria staff, but they're also with us to continue to feed the dormers and employees who may order from them. Uh, we have a phone-in system where they call if they need food and then they pick up the food from the rotonda. So that's um, dorm life. So those who were scattered in the different rooms and floors and buildings were all concentrated now. They were moved to the first floor of Servini. So Servini Eliazo side is the female side. You probably remember that last December we renovated that to become an all-gender wing. Um, it turned out to be a very, what we call it, uh, very fortunate that we, we renovated it because it was ready for the females. So the males are on the other side. So it's, that's practically the dorm community now. Guards, 
uh, Ibais, and then the last two remaining 19 dormers, all on the first floor of Servini. Um, there are some uh, resident advisors who are still in, in their rooms, either in Iliazo, there's one in um, UD. Um, but otherwise, that's the community, very small. Um, the maintenance staff, um, there's a small group that comes in every day and they're on a, a reduced work. They're, they're, they report actually to the Loyola schools and they're deployed here one set every week and then they, they rotate um, because the, that's why ARSA, I believe, had to look for ways of helping our staff because they don't get to work for the entire month. So they have to face the possibility of uh, salary deduction or pay reduction because of reduced uh, work days. So it's down to three um, maintenance staff. There's, there are three more who are continuously working on the reconfiguration of rooms. So um, Eliazo and Servini now only have three beds. They have been reconfigured. But the university dorm, the reconfiguration is more major because the study desks, you will remember, are, are twin sharing study desks and they are not um, allowed in these COVID conditions. Mm -hmm. So we have reconfigured them so that you don't have a seatmate beside you. The other person is on the other side. So that this is what the maintenance staff have been doing also continuously until now. So that's pretty much dorm life, a description of what it is. Um, the cafeteria has shorter um, operating hours. They close by seven in the evening. Um, they open much later in the morning. Um, and people, our dormers are allowed to eat there, but um, outsiders like uh, caregivers from the Jesuit communities, they can come and perhaps order food, but they cannot eat in. Um, they also do their laundry um, here. So pretty, pretty much normal life, but on a much smaller scale. Oh, it's interesting to hear all of those new changes. I was really taken, uh, no, not really. I was very surprised, but understandable naman po na there are going to be changes um, once we're back on campus, hopefully soon and safely. I'm actually yes. curious about like the reaction people are gonna get once they see that the oh, the, the new layout of the rooms because uh, yeah, in in fact, um, there's a possibility there will be a reduction of the number of people per room. It hasn't been finalized yet because we have to coordinate. the The situation here is we cannot just make our own decision on our dorm policies on the number of people, the occupancy. Um, we have to clear that with central administration, not just Loyola schools, but even the central administration at Peneo cannot just make its own decision. It has to be to clear it with the CHED, with the government. So there are so many layers of, of uh, permissions to be obtained. But right now, it seems like the quad sharing that we've had for so long will have to be changed, possibly to just three, possibly even to two. That two is even a possibility. Oh, thank you, sir. Um, I'm very curious to know what will be the final output. Um, hopefully, hopefully, COVID will be gone and yes. that won't be necessary. Hopefully, I think everybody in uh, in this podcast is just hoping for it to <laughs> go away. <laughs> Next, yeah. oh, uh, thank you for answering that, sir. Um, are any of the other members of the A team? Do you guys want to add Narin? We're good. <laughs> Maybe we'll. we'll... <laughs> 
later dun sa ibang questions. Okay. Oh, by the way, um, we have, I, I tell people that the dormers, uh, that the situation in the dorm is, we are probably one of the safest places in the Philippines and even in Metro Manila right now. Ooh, you uh, need Heavily dorm. controlled. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> because um, on the first day, on March 18, I issued a memo prohibiting dormers from leaving the campus. But uh, until now, we have zero cases. Um, zero cases because Safest. everyone has been. Um, but how do they get their groceries? We have the Pasabay, Pasa, Pasabay, B-U-I, um, mm-hmm. which is handled by the on-site RAs. Like uh, while, while you were talking, actually, the message came out in the dorm chat group that the, it's ordering time again, online ordering. <laughs> for the groceries. So the, the dormers here, they go to the online ordering system and then they say, okay, ako, I need more, I need shampoo, I need soap, I need chichiria. <laughs> and then it's del- delivered uh, in the weekend. So that's pretty much dorm life. Um, you see, and every now and then you see uh, one of the dormers walking uh, or t- uh, getting one of the bikes here. We have uh, bikes. I-, I brought my own bike for, people to use so they got the bike they go to gate three to get the delivery food delivery so it's a typical site you'll see a dormer walking to gate three to retrieve the food ordered or something else ordered so um, pretty much dorm life now i think it's a new definition at that sir of dorming in Uh the pandemic but um thank you again sir for answering our question i'm sure i'm sure our dormers who are listening are um, going to be very informed and uh, um, to have this question answered. So for our next question, Amrina. Um, okay, so thank you so much. Uh, so next question. So since the pandemic started and our circumstance is totally different from what we are used to, what we used to, uh, so then, um, what were the instances where you still felt the dorm energy, even when most of the dormers left? I can answer that, Siguro. Um, of course, the dorm energy inside the dorm is very different, uh, Even the noise in the lobbies, but um, during the pandemic, when the pandemic started, when most of the dormers left, I think our community transitioned into um, okay. community in dispersal. Uh, it's like when everyone was online, parang everyone was trying to reach out and connect with each other. So individually and as a group, uh, I've seen dormers also very active in some volunteer work. Uh, some of them raising funds for frontliners. Um, of course, our own... Um, Arsa Council reaching out to our Atis and Kuyas uh, during the pandemic. Um, the, the sense of community is there. Tapos recently when, of course, we started with Orsem um, and the other online initiatives no, of Arsa, parang it becomes a safe space for people and a break from uh, studies and work. So I think uh, the community spirit remains. Um, we're dispersed. We're in different areas of the Philippines and of the world. Uh, but in heart, our hearts and spirits are connected. Pa rin. And 
even for those who are left in the dorm, uh, the 19 uh, dormers and some a few RAs and RSA and, and his family, um, we can still sense the Bayanihan spirit. No? Yung sabi nga ni Sir RSA, uh, they, they talk to each other about grocery para sabay-sabay sila. Um, uh, they also try to ask help from one another. Uh, they have a chat group actually we're in. They also ask each other about uh, ACADs or if someone wants to do some errands so kung may magpapasabay or something. So it, it's very much alive but in a different uh, sense, in a different context. Pero I think uh, that's how we are also uh, adapting no? and, and trying to make uh, the most out of the situation. So, you know what this um, brought to mind uh, listening to Arbin and then uh, finding out also about what you in ours have been doing? Diba, we say that the patron saints of the, of the dorm are the first companions. Community in dispersal, this is a description of the first Jesuits. Uh, the, the early Jesuits, the Society of Jesus grew when St. Ignatius was still alive. It grew very fast uh, because of the cavism of the, of the order of St. Ignatius. But they were all sent to the peripheries, to the missions. But they kept the community alive. So come to think of it, you're actually living out the spirit of the first Jesuits, the early Society of Jesus where you try to live out the community while in dispersal. So another another blessing from the pandemic. Oh, I see, sir. Na parang, um, I like how despite, you know, the online setting and everything being remote, there's still a sense of mundane. There's still a sense of like, you, you guys go grocery together, though it's in a completely different way. Or you guys still find time to talk to one another even if it's in a screen and somehow i think that's the um that's the beauty of being well of being an arson or being part of like um the atnei residence halls is that like family the sense of family is just not confined to physical but more of um kahit, kahit um in different places in the world even we're still able to keep that arson energy or that um that energy that we have if say we were in the lobby so yes, I I I like that. <laughs> um, so for our next uh, question, again, thank you, thank you, A team, for answering. And for our next question, um, how do you think dorm dynamics will change because of this pandemic? If you think that it will change, I'll I'll start na lang siguro. Um, one one protocol which I think will be a must um now is. Everyone coming in will have to undergo a 14-day quarantine also because um, medical uh, experts are saying that this is actually the most effective. It's not, it's not even the RT-PCR testing. It's the 14-day quarantine. That's a strategy Taiwan used. Uh, when I checked uh, the statistics in tai on Taiwan in middle of September, they had seven deaths from the since the beginning. And at that time, in mid-September, they had 16 positive cases. At ang nakakatawa pa, case number 15 and number 16, when I checked it in mid-September, were OFWs from the Philippines. They weren't even... So, but, um, but the point here is that the 14-day quarantine seems to be one of the most effective um, means for combating um, on the assumption that pagpasok mo, you stay put. 
you do not keep uh, leaving. So if you're coming in, 14-day uh, quarantine, and then you will probably do what we've been doing since March here in the dorm, stay put. Um, and very limited uh, sorties outside. Um, so there's a 14-day quarantine. Personal discipline will probably be, well, not probably, it will have to be demanded of every person uh, so that you do not uh, put everyone at risk. For example, you sneak out in the evening, you go to the, uh, I don't know if the, the, maybe there will be illegal bars in Katipunan <laughs> and then you come back so, and, and risk everyone. So, bawal na yan because the campus is also heavily guarded by, the, by security. There's a curfew um, starting at 8 o'clock. The gate is closed, so limited yung ingress and egress. Um, but personal discipline, besides that, um, avoiding such uh, things that could bring the COVID back to the community. It also means we don't, the maintenance staff, they used to go to your rooms twice a week to clean your rooms. We will not allow that anymore because they go home every day, the maintenance staff. Um, so we do not want them to enter your personal space and possibility of bringing fomites and you could get infected. That means also that dormers will have to clean their own area, their own rooms. So, yan, dun ko muna umpisahan. Four-day quarantine and then more personal discipline, distancing, mask, etc., sanitation, and then cleaning your own space. Martin and um, the rest of the team. Um, I was thinking if I can relate it to the other questions that you might still have um, later. Okay, I think there are, there are also, uh, parang in a sense, it's very systemic, or what was also the approach that we have right now, um, to also see the other factors. Uh, Sir RSA mentioned about policies, changes, and I think these uh, changes, um, not, uh, including the change that we also experience from the environment will definitely have a, an impact to, um, to our dorm life or even to the dorm um, community as well. So later, I think I'll add to, to or, or I relate also to the other questions that you might also have. Thank you, sir. Um, actually, Ooh, I have a question actually about it. Yes, go Jay. Uh, will there be like a, a log or... Um, a daily checking of temperatures for each of the students in the in a specific room. That way, uh, if if there are any sudden uh, people developing a fever or something, like mobilis mas mas mobilis yung maagapan or ma matitreat. No, the temperature checking is not the room level. It's we have the thermal scanners at all entrances and the Servini exit. Um, so. Like right now, it's practiced as when, when you leave in the morning, when you come back in the afternoon, ah, in the evening. For example, we, we have externs or we have um, the university dorm. We actually have regular occupants there who are non-student dormers. They are employees and we will probably be accommodating employees because we're starting to receive um, inquiries and, and, and requests. So they'll be there. So these are people who will be going to their offices, um, maybe in the grade school, high school, in the college. Um, so when they leave in the morning, temperature is checked. When they come back, temperature is checked. The other thing is for the regular dormers also, part of the personal discipline is you have to self-report um, or even report your 
um, roommate because that's for the safety of everybody. Like we had one case um, the past two weeks, somebody um, got feverish. So he reported directly to me using our um, uh, Facebook Messenger. Um, so we had him uh, checked by our resident doctor, Dr. Yotoko, and he was moved to the university dorm because with the seven floors, only the first floor is occupied. So he was moved to a solo room so that he will be safe. And then the roommates were also separated because there, there are three of them in the room. So only one was left in the room. The, the other roommate was uh, moved to another room in the upper floor of Servini. So we, we have that, but it was triggered by the self-report. So it, it cannot just be uh, implementation by dorm um, staff. It will have to be um, in the individual also, because here we have to watch each other's back. Uh, the COVID is very difficult to manage, so we all have to pitch in. Wow, that's that's really exhibiting the the Kura personalis aspect of <laughs> of uh, uh, each one's responsibility right yeah. now in the dorm. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you, Sir RSA. Um, for now, this is our last question for this podcast. So, Jay, do the honors. Okay. Okay. So, here, here's the last question. Um, I want to know the uh, conditions of the students and the staff in terms of their mental health in the dorm. Because uh, knowing that they've been in the dorm for several months already with like little, like minimal contact to a- anything outside and... Um, uh, are there any activities that are done to keep everyone hopeful or de-stressed? Especially because uh, with online classes brings like a new level of stress. So like, um, I want to know if how they're doing um, mentally, basically. Okay, so uh, we mentioned a while ago we conducted surveys and we found out that our dormers are actually experienced. The common concerns of the dormers are related to their uh, adjustments with online studies, uh, also financial concerns, and as you mentioned, mental health, and brought about by different factors. No, and right now we could say that the dormers are actually we're not just referring to those who are in the 19 dormers or in the dorm. No, uh, everyone's mental health is affected, and that's what we would like to focus on at this point. Uh, actually, for this school year, we want to have, uh, for the wellness programs that we have, we want to focus on the resilience of each dormer no, or each member of the community. We want to have a resilient dorm community. And uh, how are we going to do that? We have a lot of activities in place and we're actually uh, coming up with other activities. But right now, for the 19 dormers, uh, what works for them would be uh, the the bonding that they do have uh, mostly done on a weekend where in the RAs would uh, give them free meals. No, They're, They'll be cooking for the dormers and then <laughs> that's a sort of uh, I don't know, fellowship uh, once the, the food is already prepared. And mind you, our uh, gym now is being used by the dormers for their workout, which is a wow. health outlet, no? Wow. Yeah. Uh, we learned that many dormers are actually using that. Uh, what else do they do? Uh, one so, thing helpful... Some, by the way, have turned into hunks, huh? 
Wow. Hard <laughs> transformation. Serious. <laughs> And referring to the 19 dormers there, one thing that really helps them is really talking to people, specifically with their family members and their friends, even uh, through the different... Wow. That's pretty oh, By nice. the way, we, we, we now have regular Sunday masses, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't broadcast it because... But it's with... Uh, full physical distancing. We do it on the roof deck with 19 people. Not not everyone actually is a Catholic, so uh, it's also not much of a concern. So we have sufficient space. But we have regular live communion. So I think in that aspect also, the ones here are fortunate. That's nice. All right. A team for answering all of our questions. It was very enlightening to say and it has been a while since we have talked to the ATM naman like I remember I would just see uh, some of the ATM in like the lobby and say hi so it has been a while and I upon this podcast I realized how much I miss it <laughs> about Irina and Jay I realized how much I miss the dorm <laughs> I totally agree with you Izzy because um, when when like i used to be in the dorm like for two months during the pandemic and then i was the one who used the the gym and then i did like uh taekwondo with my friend with other dormers and i also missed that moment and aside from that i do miss my roommates and the other our sons and and this podcast reminds me of that days <laughs> how about jay Yeah, talking about the dorm right now in the past hour uh, really makes you want to go back. Like, there's there's so many things out there in the dorm that has changed to the point where you're just curious on how it's going to be when you finally go there and you finally meet up with people and, like, how uh, a new dorm lifestyle would be implemented soon in the future. I so like agree. What's, what's set out there for like our future arsons and like the arsons that'll come back? Well, there's a lot to look forward to, to be honest. That's true. Even um, even despite this pandemic, we can see how the arson spirit is really alive, no? And like mm. how um how distance distance is not a fact is not a big factor to us being close despite everything. So with that, um that officially ends our Q&A or our Chica with the ATM. Thank you so much, Sir Arvin, Ma'am Arlene, Sir RSA, Sir Martin. Thank you so much for joining us in today's episode and for taking time out of your schedules to join us. So um, with that, we just like to, the, to formally close this podcast. Um, this is our last episode for our three-episode podcast for RSM 2020. And on behalf of the core team, on behalf of um, the Food and Beverage Committee, um, thank you so much for your support. And thank you so much for spending time with us. Always remember to stay home and stay safe. And remember that um, even though we're apart, definitely the arson community is still together. So again, this has been... Izzy, Rina, and Jay. And we're signing off. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much.